podcast important. Very, very important. Let's go. You're never going to believe this. The science is there. Bugs are real. Yeah, I could probably fight my mom. I'll fight your mom. God damn, this is important. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Podcast Very Important. Why is it special? Well, because this week we're counting down the top 10 number one most important things you gotta know. And just like every week, I'm joined with my co-hosts Shane Cooley and Jack Piss. How are we doing, boys? Good. I'm glad that we're finally counting down the top 10 number ones. It's a special one. Uh, did I say my name? I'm Connor Doyle. Connor Doyle. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I make sure this podcast uh, keeps running. I make yeah. sure that the heat stays on, that the lights stay on, uh, yeah. that our uh, security money is paid, uh, you know, that yeah. uh, the floors stay clean, that yeah. the vents stay healthy. Yeah. I make sure that the bathrooms stay nice. I make sure that the iPods stay charged. I make sure that the pens stay filled. I make sure that the clicky pens stay clicked yeah, or we unclicked. You're like, you're real, you're real Judy, Jetson Judy. Big I fill booty. the fridge though. And Shane does fill the, Shane does fill the fridge. And I find all of the bugs Jack finds the bugs that I place out there. He's almost like a cat where sometimes I'll leave little satchels of spices around, you know, like I'll just get some muslin and I'll wrap, put some cinnamon or some nutmeg and I'll hide it around the house and just watch, just watch Jack have the time of his life scurrying along the floor like the Grinch. Uh, he kind of like slithers, like he's going around looking for this stuff. And every so often he'll find a bug and he won't know what it is. And he'll like swat at it a few times and then lick it, uh, get stuck to his nose. And then he'll lick it off his nose. I know it seems like I'm having fun, but that's really closer to panic. You're just sort of misinterpreting that. It's not really fun. I feel like it's like how beavers, everyone thinks it's cute that they're building their dams, but it's really because the sound of running water makes them want to kill themselves. And, you know, he loves it. He's always pawing at the door. He's always going at it. Like, sometimes I'll get Screaming. a laser pointer out. I got one of I got mm. one of these out pointing him at the wall, and Jack loved it. I so I went and got one game. of those uh, disco ball laser lights that you can get for a show where it sent, like, 20 of them out in different directions. That would be The guy's head damn near exploded. He fell on his back. He just had his, like, feet up in the air straight up. It was like one of those fainting goats. Now, something mm. about beavers that I heard... Can you guys tell me if this Here is true we go. or not? Here we go. This is it, guys. Here we are. Okay. <laughs> Shane's in the house. It's blue Here it is. Hour with Shane. Okay. Oh, it's All right, Shane. Do I have a hit run- us with it. Do I have a refutation for this? Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. Shane's Somebody told business? me that beavers never stop growing as long as they're alive, like lobsters. And I keep hearing this about more animals. That can't be true of all of them, right? Most animals uh, will keep growing until they die and can't die unless killed. Think about it. No animals die of old age. Tortoises have, some of them just have never stopped. So, like, could one become, like, the size of the earth? Yes. And kill the earth? Some people think that, uh, you ever heard of the world turtle? Introduce our guest. Here's our guest. Cool. Thanks. All right. We'll go back. Uh, So keep going on about this turtle. We'll try to introduce the guest again later. So there's some crazy shit out there. People think that we live on a huge ball that's careening through nothingness along with other balls that are rotating one particularly spicy ball. That's one thing that people believe. And then other people who see common sense and can look out their fucking window know that we live on like a disc. Uh, but then there are also some quacks out there who think that the world is carried on the back of a giant turtle named Atuan. Introduce our guest. Here's our guest. <laughs> did, did I dial into the right uh, uh, reference frame Let's this go time? back. Uh, no. Let's go oh. back. We'll, we'll okay, get him again next time. time. Keep going with that, this uh, Jack. enormous tortoise was birthed from a star and it's named Atuan. Uh, and it f- swims through space. Like a sneeze? And, yeah. A chew? Atuan. Um, and supposedly every time it blinks, you know, that's the span of galaxies forming and exploding, swirling. Introduce our guest. Here's our guest. 
Hello. Who do we have here? Introduce Who's our guest yourself. today? Finally, I got through the right frame of reference. It's um, <clears throat> what did you guys call me in my mortal form? It was uh, Craig, I think, right? Oh, Craig! Yeah, yeah, from the back. I, well, I guess Craig. from the beyond now. What are you like, a vampire? From I, uh, if you remember, I was I was trapped in a prison in my own mind. Um, oh. I escaped. And uh, the only way to escape was to uh, sort of dissipate into everything. So I'm sort of part of everything, uh, all dimensions at all times, all at once. Does that mean you're in my butt? <laughs> I am your butt, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love you. So it's kind of hard to focus my attention on the narrow sliver of time that is this moment in this podcast, but I, I think uh, I think we're synced up. But you probably know so you're, things. You're that like Doctor Manhattan. Um, what's that now? I hear all of you all at the same time. Well, all they of the both time. work. You you're like Doctor Manhattan in that you used to be a man. Now you're a god. You're learning these powers, and also Your you blue must. Your dong is out. Yeah, I have yeah. this huge blue dong now. Uh, I don't know if the rest of you that. is still Craig colored, which is very strange. Yeah, yeah. Dong is blue. And you still had to contact us via Zoom, which I think is interesting for Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, um, it's just sort of the easiest way to do it. Honestly, when you have all these options, it's just sort of go with the flow. You know, you guys Zoom, I Zim. Uh, you Zam, I Zom. Whatever you want to call okay, it. Well, this is great because Craig can answer a whole bunch of questions about the afterlife for us. And Ooh. I mean, the one that I think is on all our minds is how come you got a big blue dawn, Craig? Uh, it's just sort of, you know, you got to pay respect to those that came before you. So if you can have a big blue dawn, you should. Oh, those who yeah. came before you. Okay. Or after or during, I don't know. Was there some sort of blue man group orgy in the hereafter? Here Before we go. Here's there? Shane again. Shane's blue hour. Here he is. Here's old, big blue here, the Shane. blue man goop. Shane, when the blue man group was like really, really big, Shane was mm. like, I'm going to New York and I'm going to get myself some blue man goop. He was trying to be a professional blue man groupie and he was saying, yeah. I'm going to go get some blue man goop. I'm trying to blue some mans, you know. Ew, uh, my grammar Ew. wasn't the best at the time, but my heart was yeah. in the right place. Shane famously ran was the only admin of the Facebook group, uh, the Blue Man Groupies. It is true. <laughs> yeah, never got to see one of their shows. I'm not quite sure what they do. I saw a clip on the internet. They were hitting a bunch of pipes, but I was too mm. horned up at the moment to really understand. Are they like a band? Well, there's live footage of you trying to get into one of the shows and just kind of being the only one hysterical, like Beatlemania hysterical and just fainting before you even get into the Air Canada Center. Yeah, they uh, were not kind to me on TMZ after that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Blue Man Fever. He was screaming, yeah. he was screaming at YYZ. He was screaming at the, uh, yeah. at the airport at every plane that came in. He would faint. The Blue and Man group on that one. Blue Man was yeah. on Yeah. Uh, you can actually buy that NFT at podcastveryimportant.biz. Are they like a, a circus? NFT? No, Blue Man Group. Oh, no. They're a dangerous yeah, BMG, uh, NFT. organization. Some kind, they're, I don't, like, are you asking like what they tick as their occupation on their tax forms? I'm just saying when you go to see Blue Man Group, and you sit down and it starts, what happens in front of you? Mm. I don't know if anybody knows yet. Yeah. I think we're still trying to figure that out because you, 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 you see something, but it's like nothing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's incredible the stuff these guys do with the pipes. They, they'll like now, spit a, a marshmallow from their mouth to the other person's mouth all the way across the stage. Uh, I mean, guys, I'm trying to work. I can't get this horny. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, what's that giant, uh, the people that run the world, you know, they meet up every so often in like Malta or something, the global... Blue Man League. Group? Well, the Blue Man Group uh, caters for, well, it doesn't cater for them, they play the shows at for them. They're the only band that's allowed to play the for Bilderberg them. The Bilderberg Group? Yes, that's it. Or like Spectre or whatever. The Bilderberg Group? The guys that are behind all of it. The Bilderberg Group has been, they've been in the pockets of Blue Man Group for ages. All A lot of these groups are together in a group. Yeah, a cabal, you might say. 
Have you guys been to Burning Man Group? Hmm? Is that sort I of a support group for people who couldn't get tickets to Burning Man? Yeah. What There's is it? tubes, but they do different stuff with them. Uh-oh. It's Craig's Blue Hour. It's Craig's Blue Hour. What do they do with the tubes, Craig? <laughs> Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Spill the beans. Tell the us tubes. what they do, Craig. Uh, they just sort of fix up the piping in the place. They have, they're really recently established, and they couldn't find a really good space to work in, so... Fuck. I just, uh, yeah. Oh, bu- bu- bow, cue the air horns and the and then they whip fuck. sound. Oh. If you're just joining us now, uh, we have Craig in the studio. He's a fourth dimensional being with a big blue dong. We're going to ask him a whole bunch of questions about the about the world and things. Do do people start this podcast partway no. through sometimes? Uh, some, they might. No, no, he's just talking like a DJ. I'm listening to all the episodes at once right now, and I'm at every point of them. So, good. There's a bit at the it's beginning where the annoying guy t- talks for a bit, and I'm I'm done with that. So I usually skip the first thirty seconds or so. You mean the handsome okay. guy? Yeah, the handsome annoying guy. So, as far as I know, like if we're the Beatles, you're the handsome annoying one. Shane is the handsome annoying one, and I am the handsome, uh, smart one. <laughs> Craig, you're like uh, the guy who played the piano on uh, Get Back. I don't know that guy. Right, so it's like Shane's Ringo, uh, Jack is Ringo, I'm Ringo, and uh, I could say, Craig, you're probably Ringo with a big blue dong. A big, huge dong. Uh, Everything else is the same. Speaking of the 60s, guys, I've been watching James Bond movies. Yeah. Old ones. Where they have like uh, an all woman uh, flying aces team. What's wrong with that? No, it's great. It's really good. It's just they they don't have to wear any of the protective gear that everybody else has to wear whenever they're flying their planes. They have to oh. wear masks, helmet, goggles. The women, well, their hairdo is just too big. Wait. So they come out and they inclusive. they also wear skin tight clothes. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it is inclusive. It's to go fast. I was just watching Her Majesty's Secret Service and James Bond ran into Her this Majesty. Like, Very progressive. Mm, nice. Thank mm. you. And he goes and he says, he's this guy says, Look, I need you to fucking marry my daughter. And he's like, What are you talking about? And she's like, She's crazy. She's running around trying to have her own life. She needs a man to dominate her. This is real, by the way. This is what they said. Jeepers. And James Bond's like, she needs a therapist, not me. And the guy's like, no, no. And James Bond's like, okay, you're right. The best one I've watched so far has been You Only Live Twice. I used to watch this with my brother. Well, I was mm-hmm. going to bring this one up and I was like, you're talking about weird James Bond stuff. It doesn't get weirder it's than the best one. You Live Twice. It's the best one. So the idea in this one is he's closing in on the, the world, the bad guys, and they're in Japan. They're sending out rockets that go and eat other people's rockets. Uh, so they eat. it starts with this uh, United States rockets out in space, and then this big, like a bigger rocket comes up and opens its rocket mouth and eats oh. the other rocket. Not joking. And they're like, what's going on? And so the United States thinks it's the Soviets, and the Soviets think it's the United States. Secretly, it's the Japanese. Well, secretly, it's it's not just the Japanese because the Japanese Secret Service is very helpful to James Bond. James Bond goes there and he meets with this guy named Tiger. Yeah. And this is my favorite because they got a Japanese guy to play him, but didn't not doing the voiceover. And so instead, they had a British guy who I'm pretty sure has never heard of Japan before in his life do this accent oh. for this Japanese guy. And it's incredible. He's like, welcome to Japan, Mr. Bond. You see, in Japan, women are second to men. Your English girls would never do this, would they? That sounds good. Convincing. Mm-hmm. Bond's got to go undercover, as 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 they put it, a Japanese. <laughs> Bond has to go undercover as a Japanese, and he's like, oh, damn it. So what they decide to do, and by the way, this is the VHS, this is the Bond movie that my brother and I owned, and we watched countless times as children, Okay. To no negative effect. This explains nothing. No, who, guys, who I love become. everybody. I love I love normal people and all the other ones too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching this now and I realize they go, okay, we've got to make him into a Japanese. So 
they put him on this table and there's all these uh, sexy lady surgeons in bikinis that are operating on him. All they do is give him a wig with bangs mm. and, and then put, they're like, put the folds on and they give him prosthetic eye folds to make it look. Oh, but then they don't keep those. Oh, they literally only lay them on him for that, for that part of the scene. And then I have a feeling Sean Connery was like, I'm not wearing these the whole time. There's no way I'm wearing these the whole time. Then they show him and he comes out and it's supposed to be how Japanese he is. It's Sean Connery who's six foot something around all of these short Japanese people. He's just wearing a kimono and a black wig with bangs. It j- he's just got his hair forward so it looks like bangs. And it's perfect. I've never seen something like it. Where'd Sean Connery go? He goes and he, he, uh, he slouches. Because it's obviously at one point they're like, well, he looks too tall. This is crazy. He doesn't look Japanese (laughs) in any way. So he just starts slouching. Craig, is Sean Sean Connery up there? Up where? I don't know. Wherever you are in your godlike place. Gosh, I'm... I'm no more a god than any of you, my friends. We're all we're all one, you know. You're just experiencing this tiny sliver, but it's it's all happening all at once, man. And yeah, Sean Connery's there. He's he's doing a Japanese, he's doing a Chinese, he's doing an Italian, he does all of them. Can you put Sean on? Uh yeah, let's 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 throw him on. Okay. Hello, Sean, are you there? Hello, Sean, yes, big fans. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, Sean! Wow. Oh, Sean, you. Yes, you shouldn't yes. be doing that offensive accent. I—that's unfortunate of you to say. Now, this is because you spent so much time in Japan, right? That's why you're doing this accent. That's—that's that's why. Yes. What was your favorite thing to eat when you were in Japan, Sean? Uh, spaghetti, oddly enough. Oh. Do they do it particularly well, or you just couldn't get the thought of spaghetti out of your head? A little bit of both. Do they use, like, like ramen noodles or just normal noodles? Yeah, was this a soup? Are you thinking ramen, but it looked like spaghetti to you? That's the thing. It's it's different because the noodles came from China first before they got to Italy. I don't. I don't know. I'm being. I'm being ripped apart. My voice is falling away. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh, we're losing oh, We were just getting to the bottom of the spaghetti yeah, problem. Yeah, that's. that's I, it. Really I think his uh, his accent started to get all weird, and he just he couldn't channel it anymore. You know. I mean, it's what it's happens. Goes, you yeah. know. Yeah. Really wanted to ask him if he was just asking for off-menu <laughs> spaghetti. Wherever. Well, I think I think he was trying to make a a larger point about how. Uh, you know, they've been doing noodles for ages and spaghetti is yeah. just an adaptation. You know, you add some little tomato sauce on there. And- oh, so he was just kind of being sort of reductive, talking about ramen, saying it's all spaghetti. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably. such a shock. All right, guys, let's, let's role play. Okay. Let's role play, okay? I'm Sean Connery. I'm in Japan filming James Bond. Ah, what a long day on shit. <laughs> it's time to go into my favorite isekaya. I welcome to Spaghetti House Izakaya. We do ramen and um, teriyaki. Hey, I'm going to be your waiter tonight, Sailor Moon. <laughs> Hello, Hoshiro. I'd like my usual players. Okay, one back rub and a cappuccino on the rocks. <laughs> and scene. Wow. Now that was really good. Yeah, I... Uh, before I got the script to that role play, I didn't realize that people would just stand outside Japanese restaurants and explain what they sell. Was that like his whole job? Yeah. It's a noisy place, Japan. All these mm. people talking about what kind of food they have. You can't walk down the street without getting an earful from this izakaya spaghetti place, that freaking teriyaki hot dog place. It's a jungle out there, man. Literally, it's a Pacific tropical uh, climate. There are jungles. Very humid. Is it? Yeah, Yeah, you hear about all these Olympians fucking complaining about the heat. Um, Ooh, it's too hot to play tennis. Ooh, it's too hot to run. It's like, guys... Like, eat some spaghetti and chill out. (laughs) Eat some spaghetti. Eat some cold spaghetti. spaghetti. Have a a cappuccino on the rocks and take it Get a massage at the Izakaya. Get a cappuccino. Have a spaghetti. Get a cappuccino. (laughs) Come on, man. When in Japan, (laughs) do as the Japanese do. (laughs) 
the Japanese. Uh, have you guys ever seen Woman in the Dunes? Uh, have I ever seen a woman in the dunes or the movie? Because these one story is really sad, one is boring. <laughs> <laughs> the film. Oh, okay, then the boring answer. No, no. it's sad. <laughs> oh, okay. I just haven't seen it. Uh, it's about a man who uh, he's like a, a school teacher in Japan, and oh. he uh, is a like he's a an entomologist as a hobby. He likes taking pictures of bugs. So My he goes. Kind of guy. So he has like a day off, and he goes into the desert, which I didn't know Japan had deserts, but apparently they got it all. And then he ends up missing his train home, so he has to stay in the desert. Uh, for a night so they're like oh well there's like a local woman who runs a bed and breakfast she just lives at the bottom of a pit oh <laughs> and he's like okay cool so they throw the ladder down this pit and he goes and stays with the woman for the night she's super nice and then the next morning he goes to leave and the ladder has gone and then everybody in the town is like no you have to marry this woman now because that's <laughs> the only way she can get welfare you live in the pit now uh, this old chestnut. Yeah, it's I'm pretty a- sure that they have a warning on Japanese Airbnbs because don't, of this this bullshit. Don't stay in a pit. Classic honey. Bring pit. your own ladder. Yeah, honey pit. We see there's there's such a big tradition of legalism in Japan, right? Like the idea that you do mm. you have to follow the rules. Yeah. It's like if you go into the suicide forest. You gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. And that's the thing that Logan Paul got in the most trouble yeah, for. He didn't. Jake oh, Paul so or whatever he didn't was kill there. himself in it. He didn't kill himself in there. Yeah. He went into the forest and they're like, uh, you went in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do they, Subaru or not? I heard that when you go there, there is no exit. There's just an entrance. And if you ask the guard, like, hey, where's the exit? He just kind of winks at you like uh, one of the Adams family members. And he hands you a, a cassette tape with Hotel California on it. Yeah. He says it's, it's like what? that, but it's a forest. It's Hotel California about killing yourself? Yes, it is. Uh, about a lot really? Of it's, yeah, there's a line in it. Everybody checks in, but nobody leaves. Something like that. Yeah, you can, you can something, but you can never leave. I mean, it's, it might be about drug addiction, you know? Yeah, I mean, couldn't that... Couldn't that actually just be about the actual hotel no, oh, guys? No, the, the line is, you can check out at any time you like, but you can never leave. It's this. The song is actually self-referential. It's about how that I, song is always fucking on, and you can't escape it, yeah. and it's like seven minutes long. And you can, you can stab your eardrums out, but you can never yeah. get out of the presence of the song. Yeah. You know, yeah. I hate this freaking East Coast liberal bullshit where you guys are trying to extrapolate all of these highfalutin meanings from this shit. Because <laughs> you really take away a lot of the validation that people like me who get trapped in hotels on a regular basis and can't get out. They can check out, which is fine. The, it, so it's not I, costing you anything, but you can't find the exit. To I can't place. find my way out. Every single door looks the same. The only difference is the numbers. And that doesn't help me because I'm no good with them. You're just wheeling you? your luggage. You've already seen like the front desk and they're like, you just go right through those doors right there. And you're like, I'm trying. And then you go down another hallway. And- That's yeah. why I'm creating the Hotel California. The Hotel California is a new and incredible design where every single room looks completely different. And there's always somebody reassuring you that you can get out of here. Now, are you cool. forced to marry anyone when you go there? Connor yeah, of course. Fornication. Oh, Dream of Connor Fornication. I guess there's a lot we could do here, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the more you add on, the more confusing, maybe like losing the thread we might get. But mm-hmm. but for the sake of wordplay, I think we should stretch it as thin as possible. Hotel Connor Fornication. Dream Connor of Uber Hotel Alice. Connor Fornication. Yeah, Uber Alice. Add that on. Craig is no, right. No, 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 no. What are you talking about? California Uber Alice. It's another song. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You should, all right. Well, you should get Anthony Kiedis and Glenn Frey as your bellhops. Which one's Glenn Frey? Is he the Will Ferrell looking guy? He's one of the men from the Eagles, the band that does Hotel California. Ah, uh, I listen to real yacht rock. I don't have time for the Eagles. Yeah, Don Henley, maybe, maybe, maybe. 
if I'm feeling just right. If I'm caffeinated and I'm, you know, and I'm, my car started first go and it is still going, maybe. Maybe I'll listen to Don Henley. See, I feel like I listen to a lot of Steely Dan and I feel like if any of the guys from Steely Dan heard the Eagles come on, they would just silently hail a cab and leave. Yeah. And that's my attitude. Leave, leave forever. Well, okay, guys, come on down to Hotel California, uh, where every room is different. You'll never get lost because there are screaming sirens and blinking lights in the hallway that scream the way out. <laughs> so you go out there and you'll never get lost. It is scary, but it is safe. You can check out and you can leave. Is there a pool? No. Wait, is okay. that the the like um, slogan for it? You can check out and you can leave. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, wait, I'm not allowed to leave other hotels. Maybe I should stay at this one. Exactly. Exactly. You throw you throw a little something on there. And we're exposing the other hotel chains, guys. Yeah, you're not saying other places make you stay, but you're guaranteeing that they can leave this one. That's all. Mm-hmm. Legally, you're yeah. fine. Legally, you're fine. Legally, I'm fine. Yeah. But other it causes other people to doubt other chains. You might be onto something here. Like having a restaurant with a sign out front that says, unlike those other places, no bugs in our food. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? And if there are, they're meant to be there. And they're listed on the menu. Like they're actually meant to be no there. No surprise. It's should, a long sign. We should put a, you know how there's always like this room has freshly been cleaned. There's like one of those things hanging on, hanging on the doorknob. You should also include like, and we looked under the bed and behind the shower <laughs> curtain. There's literally no one there. Yeah. We guarantee there's nobody in your room when you're there. Well, when you first get there. <laughs> when you go in, there is someone, but it's just you. There is. Unless you invite maybe. someone else in. Mm-hmm. And then Again, we're on a really long door hanging thing. Like the, there's a lot of very long signs. <laughs> Draped yeah. onto the floor and just runs across yeah. the hall. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit yeah, of a it's parchment. A, it's a lot. Like a CVS Well, receipt. we also have a, sort of a laser quest debriefing thing. So <laughs> when you first show up, you all go into this glow-in-the-dark room where there's a thing on the wall oh, that says, okay. I will run for the exit. I won't waste time in the hallways. I will not. <laughs> there will not be anybody in my room unless I go in, in which yeah. case I will be there. It's all the this stuff that you have to won't climb on the fountain. I won't climb on the fountain. I won't climb on the walls. I won't use bad language. I won't take more than one of the Granny Smith apples in the vase at the entrance. I won't take all the bagels from the complimentary breakfast back to my room. I, I won't. I, I won't try to eat the complimentary fake flowers that are poised so so enticingly on the desk of my room. I, I won't, won't blow watch the little candle in the uh, continental breakfast underneath the eggs. <laughs> and the chef comes out and gets mad. I, I won't <laughs> wash my hair by dumping all the little shampoos in the toilet and then putting my head in and flushing over and over again. <laughs> I won't watch TV past bedtime. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when hotel rooms used to have... Uh, a, like a PlayStation 2 remote attached to the TV and you could pay extra to play like Crash Bandicoot for 15 minutes before it your card maxed out. <laughs> yeah. I remember when those existed and we were never allowed exactly. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it cost thousands of dollars for 10 minutes of play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I right, heard guys. that it bankrupted a couple uh, like diplomats that were here. <laughs> it's that was they the Enron high thing. scores, though. Mm-hmm. It's because Enron employees kept charging their <laughs> Sega bills to Enron. Yeah, there's a Nigerian prince that crippled their economy. Ugh. So sad. R.I.P. Enron. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to have these sort of titans of industry and these examples we could look to of good, healthy practices. Things like Enron. We used yeah. to have places like Enron that would uh, make your electricity bill surprising. Yeah, where's all the fun now? Now we got freaking stuff like Apple, whose working conditions, I'll admit, are shit. But then they go and they put freaking suicide nets up around their factories. That's yeah. Where's the fun So they're that? like, you can check where's out any the, time, but you can never leave. It's like a Hotel California the industrialist. In yeah, just get another job. It rolls. Apple, it, I can't. It catches I'm them, stuck. then rolls them right back into the shop, and then puts them 
land on their feet and they're yeah straight back. <laughs> straight. Yeah, wait, Connor, you're right. Just get another job where you can commit suicide. Exactly. Get one where they don't have the nets. That's freedom. <laughs> or just get, get a look. Come on, check on into the hotel, Connor, for you. I think you're talking about dentistry. That is a job where you're expected to commit suicide after buying your second Porsche. Do you think? think. Do you think that dentists commit suicide at a higher rate because we keep telling them that they do? Yeah, I think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think at most dentist school commencement speeches, it's more like a good luck, do your best, and just try to get as much in before, you know. Yeah, start the clock. There's so much pressure to be one of the nine, and there's such imposter syndrome. They always think they're the one out of the ten. True. I get it. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten dentists think they're the one out of ten dentists that the other nine hate. I mean, FOMO is real. FOMO is real in the dentist community. I'm convinced my dentist is the tenth dentist that they're always talking about. I went for a checkup recently, and he was like, he was twirling his mustache, and he had a top hat on, <laughs> and he was like, "What have you been brushing your teeth with?" And I was like. Sensodyne, he's like, no, you gotta use dirt and poo and rust. <laughs> uh, and then he kicked man, me in the shin, rolled me down the stairs. Man, I went and saw this dentist. He took all my toothbrushes and tied them to the railroad tracks. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the same guy. And you heard, yeah. you heard ragtimey, stressful piano music playing, right? Yes. Fuck. And he and he kept trying to get me on this toothpaste for my sensitive teeth called Sensa Dye. Yeah. And did he just sort of rest his hand like kind of low on your back and high on your thigh and like yep. always seemed to be snapping his eyes up from your chest whenever you made eye contact with him? Yeah. And he was always uh, uh, face down, ass up. Yeah. yeah. It's like my teeth are up here. <laughs> in the air. No, oh, I yeah. my teeth are up here. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, excuse me. I went to a dentist recently, and he replaced, he set a few of my teeth with the cyanide suicide teeth, and he wouldn't tell me which ones. That's crazy. Oh, oh my God. Talk about bringing are the excitement serious? back to dentistry. Have to take all these so now you're bites. not going to be able to chew, like, what, what tooth are you going to know to bite into? Exactly. I'm being very careful in, in how I'm eating my fried chicken sandwiches, my midnight burgers. You're like one of those toy crocodiles. You depress their teeth, and then at some point they get fed up at having their teeth shoved back into their gums, and they bite you. Mm-hmm. Real crocodiles are like that too, Jack. Uh, I don't know. I've never had <laughs> well, one bite I me. Well, I do, and their teeth go back in. You put enough of their teeth in, they'll pop back out at bad times. Have you met a real-life crocodile? <sighs> me? Yeah. Go on. This is where, if I was Wendy Williams, I'd say... Go on. But since I'm Jack Piss, I'm going to say, go on. And this is where, if I was Wendy Williams, I would say death to them all. I am Wendy Williams. Look, so uh, I was in Florida. I was in Orlando. I went, there was this alligator on a golf course, all right? And it was uh, upside down. It had its mouth like slack-jawed open. So I think it was like sleeping, just catching some rays or whatever. Maybe it was a myoclonic gator, like a fainting gator, like the goat's. Could have been. It was hot. We went mm. and I uh, went up and I saw this guy's teeth and it was just like I was waiting there for my wife to finish her, her, her holes. She doesn't like using the, uh, what are those called? Proper golf clubs. Golf terminology. <laughs> anyway, so she took forever. So I was sitting there and I was bored. And so I just started like almost like bubble wrap pushing the crocodile's <laughs> teeth back in. Just, they just mush you know, down there? Okay. It just mushed right back in. And mm. the crocodile was fine with it. He didn't move at all the whole time. Seemed loved it, maybe. Yeah, I think okay. maybe it loved it. It was no, it didn't bite me. It wasn't upset. So it didn't bite you, though. I thought you said that they do do that. Wasn't that the start of this story? You disagreed with Jack. Um, he said only toy alligators do that. Or crocodiles. Yeah, I, I think he just started qu- quoting the movie Crocodile Dundee. This is basically word for word a scene from Crocodile Dundee. Uh, guys, excuse me. <laughs> I said that that the crocodile didn't bite me. Yeah, not that it didn't bite. Mm. Oh, my wife can't walk. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
And okay. I also kind of thought fine. the crocodile I'm was fat. dead. You say I'm fine. I'm fat. Faster than so, a crocodile. Says the guy eating a piece of toast. He asked that question. Uh, it's a grilled cheese. Oh well, that's worse. So, that's two pieces of toast and some cheese. Yeah, way worse. And butter. That's way worse. No, it's just cheese that I've grilled. What are you talking about? There's a lot of stuff that looks like cheese but isn't cheese. Should we get into it? Yeah. Just for the safety? You know safety? what? Save that for after the break. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with all the different things you can do with cheese after this. I'm Lola Bordeaux. And I'm Alanis Percocet. We're two drag queens who recently relocated to a strange and wonderful town called Cityville. A place made for and made by drag queens. Tune into our new podcast, Lola and Lonnie. As we get to know our new neighbors, like charitable queen Generosity, morning talk show host Bright and Early, and legal lady My Attorney. Lola and Lonnie is a darkly glittery cartoon for your ears and features some of the best comics and queers from coast to coast. Find Lola and Lonnie on your favorite podcast purveyor. Mwah. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Welcome back. We're talking about cheese now and all the things you can do with it. Um, What'd you do on the break? Uh, I guess it's going to have to wait. Sorry, Jack. You tried to sneak past it. I saw. <laughs> I, I expected this. I don't know how you didn't. It happens literally every yeah, time. You can't sneak past it. You're trying to sneak out of the prison. I got the spotlight on you. I'm trying to do that. If you just don't acknowledge it, maybe it won't happen. Like a crocodile? If we just go ahead. Right. That's how I dodged it. Yeah. But what'd you do over the break? Me? Yeah. It's important. <sighs> well, you guys know I've been trying to get my new uh, se- uh, sexy Disney channel off off the ground. <laughs> yeah, you dropped it on the ground. I've been trying to get it up. They won't pick it up. I'm trying to, you know, I, like uh, uh, we've seen these. Let's liberate these Disney princesses by making them, you know, the sex symbols they are. And let's do some soft core stuff. I'm not talking about nasty, gross, hardcore things, but let's put them in some real situations. Uh, and I'd like to call it glass shoe diaries, you know, so we see um, Cinderella, except it's spelled with an S. And okay. it's uh, her being a very naughty girl, but also the princes are naughty too. Okay. You could do Jasmine, <laughs> Areola, Polka Hotness. What are some other ones? Anyway, guys, it's it's less about the puns and more about the hot, sick DPs. That's Disney princesses. Oh, boy. Well, I think the hot DPs is what keeps them there, but the puns get them in the door. Are you talking about sort of like a Disney, an OnlyFans service for Disney? Yeah, that's right. You want to get into the vault? Well, this is the vault within the vault. The one with the saloon doors. Is there something for the... For, oh, this is tricky territory. Are we going to objectify princes as well? You were going to say, is there something for the ladies? And that's I okay, cleverly Jack. pivoted to be more reasonable and less antiquated. Uh, so I think, I'm sorry for trying to drag this podcast kicking and screaming into the 21st century. Boys. No, Jack, I'm really glad that you're the beacon of progressivism that you are on this show. <laughs> yeah. And I want to reassure everybody that, yes, the princes will be severely and obscenely objectivized. Fuck yeah. No one fucks like Gaston. No one cucks like Gaston. Just softcore stuff, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all softcore stuff. Like, we've got uh, one of my favorite ones with the males is uh, uh, Jafar in this. He's... Uh, called Jerkfar. And okay. there's a bit where he's just uh, masturbating by himself and uh, he's trying to see how far it will go. And it shoots up over the air and then we see Jasmine and Aladdin and their uh, softcore missionary doing it on the freaking uh, <laughs> flying carpet. And then this softcore massive freaking comet of Jafar jizz is just shooting straight by them. This is, and uh, you know, it's cute. What is the line for hardcore? I think we're at medium <laughs> core at the lowest. For me, I'd have to say it'd have to be mostly like piss of shit yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay. There's also some cool stuff with Iago. There's some really neat things with. That's all. So what that's what I was tree? working on on the break. I was sending that around to Disney again. 
No, no response, eh? I mean, I get the response. I get the restraining order on time Cease every week. But they still stuff. don't. Yeah, they send the restraining order every week, just reiterating. Well, they at this point we're both kind of in the groove, right? So, which makes me think I've got them in a routine. I've got them where I want them. So, I think they're gonna they're gonna crack soon and get me this show. Mm-hmm. What did you do on the break, Craig? Me, I uh, I listened to the rest of the episode. It was pretty good. Oh, interesting. Does it do yeah, we hit? It's, uh, it's average. Is it a hit? Average for for what the show is. Do I get hurt in the last quarter of it? Uh in this version on this timeline. Uh yes. Yep. God damn it. I thought this Good. was I I have the I have on my chalkboard it's been 4 episodes since I've had to go beg outside the ER. <laughs> They will let you, like, you can just go in. No. We are in Canada. We're in Canada. No, no, you no. can just go in. Yeah, I know they, you feel awkward about it, Jack, but you really don't need somebody to invite you in. He's like a vampire. You're like this devoutly a capitalist. That's not what the doctor said. That say. you refuse yourself service because you can't afford it. Not even because they're asking for money. They, You're like, I'm poor. I don't deserve most it. Most of the hospitals in the GTA have a sort of like a low resolution printout on copy paper plastered to the sliding doors of the ER that says, don't let this guy in. Uh, he just tries to steal our helium and we tell him, Keep, just go to the party <laughs> store. It's there's easier to get it from there. And I go, no, no, no. It's more fun to get it from the hospital. It's more of a challenge. Ugh. It's a higher grade. So helium. annoying. This one time I was over at Jack's place and it was like, we were having a sleepover. And I don't know if you've been to Jack's place, Shane. Um, Not the most recent one. He came to the wet one. Yeah, I was yeah. at the wet one. It's not a great place to stay. So I was like, this You're isn't great, me. Jack. Can we go somewhere? And Jack said, I have the best idea here. Shove this up your ass. And he gave me his TV <laughs> remote. And I said, what the hell? He said, shove it up your ass. So we did, and yeah. then it, we were like, then we got to spend the night in a nice, comfy hospital bed. Yeah, and you got all the helium you wanted, right? I did. I got all the helium I wanted, and I I got to role play as a dirigible for a whole two hours. I hear helium's more of like a voice high, right? Yeah, unless you <laughs> unless you do it backwards, in which case it makes you, like I said, a human dirigible, which is the closest thing to flight, uh, per, uh, autonomous flight that I've been able to achieve. And you weren't flying. I think you were just really fucked up because you were on the floor most of the night. I was flying, bro. He was more like the late stages of the Hindenburg than when it was actually flying. Cracked in half, burning. You sore for I was a recording whole on seconds. it all night. I was pretty fucked up too. I was, I was pretty yeah. drunk and messed up from all the x-rays and the stuff up my ass. So we were like... <laughs> joking around i was like oh and there's jack and he's flying in from germany and oh my goodness he's got all these passengers we had like a little bait uh, like bait box full of worms you know for if you're gonna go fishing and so we tied that to jack's belly and he uh hit the ground really hard check uh the podcast very important youtube for our trip report uh for the hindenburg (laughs) trip report That time you got high on too many x-rays and helium yeah. <laughs> and crashed and burned. It's stuff on my ass. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Also, we attach worms to uh, Jack's belly and it's crashed. We don't condone anyone do this. We are actually professionals because of the 10,000 hours rule. So <laughs> we've done drugs for 10,000 hours. That's not counting being on it. We're talking about the literal just taking of it. That's 10,000 hours worth we've done of drugs. 10 billion, 400,065 million hours of on drugs. What uh, did you do on the break, Charlie? Who? Who? Oh, Jack. Who? Sorry. I, oh. I was watching a movie last night where they said Charles a lot, and I can't get it out of my head. I don't know why I respond to it. It's like I pick up something in your tone, or I know that it's my turn. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, I say it at you. If I get called yeah. Charlie one more time, I am gonna call a jihad on all Charlies. I'm gonna go with Charlie Sheen first, and then I'm gonna get Good. Charlie Rose, and then I'm gonna get Good. Charlie Day, 
And then last things no last things last, I'm gonna find that sniveling little prick Charles Hutchings and I'm gonna draw and quarter him. What about Charlie Brown? Charles Barkley. Good grief. Uh what did I do during the break? I uh I crushed up some ibuprofen and I put it in a spoon and I lit it up with a lighter, but I didn't have a chance to do whatever happens after that because the break was over. Oh, so you cooked it for later. You put some, put it in the fridge. Yeah, now it's leftovers. <laughs> what about you, Shane? Uh, you know, just uh, was looking in the mirror and I, I took out a Sharpie and I tried to draw different facial hair on me, see how that would work. What did you try? Uh, maybe if my eyebrows were thicker, maybe if I let my nose hair out of control. Like Wario. Instead of trying to clamp it down all the time. Mm-hmm. Curly mustache. Yeah, you do have a lot of barrettes in your nose hair. Mm -hmm. A lot of barrettes, scrunchies. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah. A little glitter. From the barrettas putting all the crimps in your nose hairs. I believe we were going to talk about um, some cheese. Was that right, Jack? You wanted to talk about cheese? Things that look like cheese. But aren't cheese. Yeah. Yeah, sort got? of like a, don't you put it in your mouth, but like for grownups um, okay. who can make these mistakes easily. Mm, okay. Okay. What looks like cheese, but isn't cheese. Here's that jingle. Is it cheese? Is it not? Is it something I can eat? Or is it not? Thank you, Donald Fagan. That's a no huge problem. get. Uh, all right. What well, looks like cheese? Traffic pylons. Uh, no. Oh, wow. No. Mm, no. Cities, uh, probably like uh, Puma Stone. Uh, hair. When the light on the traffic light turns orange. <laughs> yeah, red, orange hair, red hair. Anyone with that kind of color hair. That's okay, not so orange. This is, this thing's just falling into place here. When, Jack suggested this segment. I was kind of scratching my brains for things that look like cheese. And now I realize I don't think the problem is that there are... I, th- I think Jack maybe just doesn't... Jack, what's cheese? Uh, Inside of a couch cushion. <laughs> okay. Certain savory scented candles. Foam insulation. Soft wood. Like balsa or pine. Um, these are all cheeses, but things that you aren't sure it's cheese. not soft wood, huh? You're sure it's not soft wood? No, I know what soft wood is. Well, things can have two names. Yeah, you things know, that are not cheese. Swiss though. cheese and Swiss Sirlin. Swiss Miss is chocolate milk. It's not cheese. Inside of a baseball, enough, if you ever open that and look inside it, that's not cheese. Gatorade. I mean, where's the lie here? You guys are you guys are all quiet. Like I'm saying something stupid, but I'm pretty sure I'm a hundred percent, a hundred for a hundred. I'm just letting you (laughs) preach. I guess for me, I'm just upset because you serve a lot of hors d'oeuvres when we come to your place, and now I'm just wondering what what I've eaten. I've eaten the inside of your couch cushions. Yeah. What every time we go there, there's this really interesting string cheese you give me. That's hair. And I'm like, this is weird. You say it's from Belgium. Well, I took it from. I went to the Belgian, uh, versus Belgium versus uh, Brazil, uh, volleyball match, and I took some of the hair. I took some of the hair from the drains in the locker room, so it is Belgian, and it does smell like cheese. I mean, and the worst bit is, it's like when when we ask for more, you're like, okay, sure. I just need everybody to leave the room, get off the couch, leave the room. We wait 15 minutes. We come back in. I sit down. The couch feels a little lower than before. And then I remember I was trying to eat the inside of a baseball and you told me not to. I said, uh, 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 Shane. yelling at me. Sweet baby Shane. It's gone bad. Don't make this mistake. Yeah, that's no good anymore. That's why they put it in the baseballs. Don't eat that. <laughs> Anyways, that was our segment. If it's not cheese, I'm still unclear about which ones are cheese and which ones aren't. Okay, well, let's. Okay, one more time, Craig. 
Name something. I'll tell you if it is or isn't. Okay. Uh, the sun. Fuck. Inconclusive. Ooh, the sun Stumped is him of... right away. First one. Yeah. First it's a tough one. one. I know because he can't. It's hard to get to. And it. And it's weird because it's something that he looks straight at every day. It's. I've scrutinized it. I've tried to intimidate it. I've tried taking pictures yeah. of it with mirrors. I've tried to come Jumping out at it. night when it's not around, sneak up on it. Yeah, my sun salutation where I lie down in a shallow puddle and look at the sun until I fall asleep. Yeah, just stare straight at it and just say hello. Hello. I love you. Hi there. Salutations. You love me? Salut. Yeah. All right, guys. We're almost there. We're almost at the we're at the number one top ten number one oh, most really? important thing. I know. Are I you know. Really? Serious? Shane, I know. Guys, I know. I know we want it to last forever, but let me tell you, after this, we get to look forward to next week. That's the worst part. When you're jonesing, when your bones hurt, waiting for that next PVI dopamine rush. Ugh, waiting for that God. next TTNO. Oh, so what do we got then? What is the next TTNO, guys? Uh, Al Pacino uh, sounds like Cappuccino. The best part of the podcast. Al Pacino sounds like Cappuccino. No, okay. we no, we can't. Come on, Craig. we've covered Craig. that. Uh, yeah. Mushrooms we are their own things. Stuff. They're not animal and they're not vegetable. We've done that before. We've done our oh, worms, yeah, birds, or fish. We've got uh, yeah. so many things on here, guys. Oh, actually, guys, I have a quick guest I can bring in. As long as uh, it's not Sean Connery, that was... Or the little boy. No, it's not the little... Why would I... I would never invite the little boy over here. Easy. Never. Sorry, guys. I just... Like, it's when you've been traumatized, you know, when I... Know. When you spring it, it's like he's here. Just you know. Going. Just push past it. Allow okay, I'm the going. I'm going to enter and then allow it to leave. Uh, so things are opening back up a little bit here in Canada, and I got to go see some live music the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really freaking cool, and I saw this new Toronto artist that I really like. Uh, he's cool. He they the kids love him. He's uh you know he's hip. He's neat. Um, is it Raffy? No, it's not Raffy. Raffy is, I believe, dead. Is it John Rafferty? I don't know about that. It's not John Rafferty. Guys, please put your hands together. A warm welcome for Mr. Erm. Rafi's still alive. It's not Rafi. Well, it's okay, but it's not him. He's Egyptian. He's in jail? He's Egyptian. Yes, I I did know that. Well, he's Canadian, baby. As soon as I heard banana phone, I was like, what is this Middle Eastern vibe? Ooh. What pyramid did this leak out exactly. of? Yeah. So who's who's the guest? Sorry to leave him standing in the wing, wings. It's Ermpty Dermpty. Please welcome Ermpty Dermpty. Hey, what's up? It's Ermpty Dermpty. Hello, Mister Dermpty. Hey, Ermpty. Hi, sir. Do you like Raffi? How do you feel about him? Love Raffi. Canadian and Egyptian treasure. Nice. You're Canadian and Egyptian too. I take it. With a name like Ermpty Dermpty? Yeah, you might say that. Uh, why would I say that? I might. You got you got an attitude. I kind of like it. Yeah, I got an attitude, dude. I'm a rapper, dude. What kind of stuff do you do? I'm a freaking rapper, man. Do you do stuff like the Sugar Hill do Gang? Hard stuff. Or like- no, I do hard shit. I do shit that scares you, man. I do shit that you need a I got a parental advisory warning tattooed to my shell. I mean, head. You, were you a turtle? Just kidding. So you rap about like you rap about like ghosts and. No, man, I rap about my life. Okay. Like what's I your rap life? about my life? I rap about my trials and my tribulations and shit. You got like a problem? Like you come you come from a rough neighborhood, like Yeah, dude, you could say that. There's been a lot there's been a few ups and there's been a few downs in my life. I've fallen apart. Uh you know, my life I, there's been some problems with I'll say it, crack in my life. Oh. oh I hear you wow. got in trouble with the uh the monarchy. They pick me up, they can, they don't know how I work, man. 
My name is Erpty Derpty and I sat on the wall. My name is Erpty Derpty. Yeah, I had a big fall. Do you mind? I hope you don't take. I don't. I hope you don't take this uh, the wrong way. But you're extremely round and smooth. <laughs> yeah. I don't take that the wrong way. Ladies love that. Do they? Hits all the right places. If I came, I don't know, man. I've tried the pickup line like, come on, girl, give me a chance down there. I'm smooth like an egg. And they think it's weird. Like a what? Like an egg. Like a what? I'm not smooth like a like an egg. I'm smooth like a, like a penis or something. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Oh. You know, I'm not anything like that. I'm uh, tough and I'm a rapper, so- dude. So, you performed, I guess, outdoors or something like that, and then Connor ran into you, and then he put you in this Discord call, and he left. I was a, uh, I was performing out in a backyard uh, in a golf course, and all the audience was in okay. golf carts. And that interesting that tall dwip lost control of a cart and ran into me, literally. Oh no! Oh wow! And I had a big fall. That's why I have all these band-aids on me. Hey, guys, it's Connor. Dumpty, you're looking great. You're looking really good, Connor. Oh, hey, Connor. No, uh, what was the important thing that Ermpty was going to tell us, Connor? Oh, let me get him. Hold on. Okay. Ermpty. Yeah, what's up? I'm here. I'm a rapper, dude. Hey, Mr. Dermpty. Um... Sorry, I guess Connor left again, but you you probably had You want me to get important. him? No, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> it doesn't oh, really no. matter. Uh, hey, man, what's up? Connor, we you were You guys actually, call me back? What's we going on? About, we finished the show yet? Okay, we were about I'll to ask. Hey, Erpty Dermpty. Yeah, I had a big fall. Yeah, I'm Erpty Dermpty, and I live on a wall. You live on the wall. I used to. Erpty. And then I fell. Yeah, what's up? If you don't say something important, I'm going to test once and for all whether or not I can hard boil an egg in my ass. Oh, do you damn. understand? Yeah, I don't know what that's got. I don't know what that got to do to go do with me, but you know, because whatever. But sure, I'll tell you something. Yeah, I'll tell you something real important here. Okay. That movie Small Soldiers was real. Yeah, I like that movie. All right, yeah, put it's Connor real. back on. Put him back on. What? Hey, no, hey, put me down, big man. Put me down. I'm a rapper, dude. Hey, guys, I'm back. I got rid of the egg. <laughs> oh, shit. You didn't have to pick him he up. Said, he was he a rapper. Get the though. fuck out of here, Dermpty. Wow. I'm a rapper, dude. I don't like these rappers. You didn't give you that know? guy the respect he thought he deserved. Yeah, he was talking about the, the David Cross uh, star vehicle, Small Soldiers. Yeah. They put micro military microchips in the toys. It's my. It's a great line. Yeah, because they Googled microchips and then bought them. There was a misunderstanding. It was not their fault. It was Google's fault, as is with the plot well, to most movies. Yeah, and also I was, So Jack showed us a trailer for Small Soldiers before the. Oh no! The episode started, I, and I'm surprised. I got hacked. That uh, <laughs> surprised that they didn't show the good guy toys at all. The Gorgons, they suck, dude. The Gorgons. I mean, it's suck. a plot point that they suck. They're a proxy for indigenous peoples. The whole thing is a commentary on colonialism. It's tragic. Okay, well now I feel like shit, dude. Yeah. It's like they realized that Pocahontas. You made him feel like shit, well. Jack. Thanks, dude. You're making me think about my ancestors' past, and now I feel like shit. Feeling like shit is the most normal way to be. It's the most no, down to earth. Connor, don't injure Jack. No, huh? I don't think Connor. Don't injure Jack for because he made you feel like shit. Yeah, I'm just don't hurt him. Trying to help, man. This is what take this. Stop hurting do. him. Take that. <laughs> Take this, Jack. I'm taking it. Come here. Stop. Stop hurting Look, him. I'm here. taking it and I'm Jack, turning get over here. Wow. Cheek it actually happened. The other Guess what? Cheek and I'm yeah, turning so just like how the small soldiers, they got the wrong microchip. Well, I got the wrong chip in my vaccine, buddy. All right. So they put a freaking nuclear warheads chip in me and it made me extra mean. Come here, Jack. Take this. Oh, please, sir. Take that. No, just don't hurt him. Jack, come here. 
Oh, this is just like wrestling where people actually get hurt. Oh, Whoop, whoop, oh. whoop, whoop, whoop. Look at my fingers. Follow my fingers across my face. I'm Bink, so, poke you in the eye. Oh, it got me in my eyes. I didn't have time to put my hand up in between my two eyes like a fin. Wow, Shit. guys. It's time to count down the top 10 number ones for this week. It's been a wild episode. Hey, it's been crazy. Uh, number 10. Most animals won't die of old age. They'll just grow bigger and bigger until they either hold the earth or destroy it. Uh, number 9. Craig is dead and he's got a big blue dong. He's a fourth dimensional being and it seems that when you ascend to that plane, you get a big blue dong. Number 8. Spaghetti is the best thing in Japan and if they don't know what you're talking about, tell them to throw some ketchup on in some ramen, okay? Just Ask Sean Connery. Uh, number seven, come on and visit the Hotel California. There are screaming sirens and blinking lights showing you the way out in the hall. You can check out and you can leave. Number six, Enron kept charge kept charging their hotel Sega bills to the company cart. That's why they went under. So be wary of those things, guys. We all want to play Sega Genesis. We can't just start playing them in every hotel room. Uh, number four, please show your support. Let Disney know that you guys really want to see my new channel, The Glass Shoe Diaries, where it's sort of Disney after dark. You get to see sort of the chronicles of Jerk Farr, who just, he comes so big. So big. Number three, helium is more of a voice high. Uh, number two, Jack really doesn't know what cheese is. He might think it's wood or the inside of the couch. We're not sure exactly where he's at with that. Tune in next week. And number one, Small Soldiers was real. So, and it's a cautionary tale. So Shane thinks it's about colonialism. I think it's about Googling properly. Make sure that you Google, when you're looking for microchips, make sure you're Googling the right one. Otherwise, you might get a warhead microchip in you. Uh, everybody, please, please, this is the end of the show. I know, I know. It's podcast very important. It's the end of the show. And please go and write, rate and review this, this bad boy. Give it five stars. And, and give the following review. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Please check out... Uh, but make sure it's five stars. Yeah, five stars and say, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, check out our Instagram. Uh, we're putting out uh, sketches and videos that have nothing to do with the podcast. Isn't that crazy? Except we're in them. And oh, we are us, in them, though. Send us an email for Pete's sakes. Don't, don't just think, no, I'll wait for someone else to do it. You... You could be the the one to to break the ice, to break through the ice, and take us out of our email cryonic slumber and drag us kicking kicking and screaming to the twenty first century, just like I said I did, but I didn't actually do. So please send us an email. We're so fucking lonely. There's so many cobwebs in our inbox. All we get is cobwebs. Email podcast very important at gmail dot com. Stop emailing okay. cobwebs. <laughs> no more cobweb emails. Connor, did you check the email? Yes. <laughs> I don't believe you. Check it on air. Okay. For those of you just tuning in. Craig, do you want to thank anyone? Do you want to thank anything? Check an email now. I don't. I mean, thank you, everyone. Honestly. Thank you. Because we're all. Thank you, everyone. Me and I'm all of you. So just do your best, man. You know, I've lived all of your lives and, uh, you're all going to live each other's lives at some point. And so just try and try and do the best you can, you know? All right, everyone, you've been listening to Craig. You've always been listening to Craig and you'll always be listening to Craig. So you are Craig. You're also saying Craig. Good night, Craig. Good night. Uh, so for those of you just tuning in, we're done. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> still trying to, to check the email here. It's just taking its time. Oh, is it loading up too many emails? Uh, no. Uh, it was. Did you I think forget the password? It actually looked like it was. It looked like the icon was doing a double take because it was like, oh, wow, there's nothing in here. Like it was like, what? This has never happened. Not even any spam. Yeah, there's nothing. I thought you meant like a sarcastic double take. Like, no, there's nothing in here. Oh wait, oh no, oh no, it's nothing. Don't give it ideas, Jack. Thank you, everybody, for listening to podcasts. Very important. Uh, thanks to our guest, Craig. Thanks to the co-hosts, Shane Cooley, Jack Piss, and co-host, Connor Doyle. That one's me. Podcast, very important, funny, and true. Sorry. Podcast, very important. Dead the horses.
Available at your nearest retailer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.